Got you, man. Gotta bounce back. Shout out to my homie Keys, Xavier Keys, on the vocals on this. Okay. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry. Yo, I'm starving, dude. Grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry. You're gonna starve me, dude. In grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Cause I ain't got no time to be wasting with all this music I'm making. Man, I'm tired of being impatient, so I keep making these moves here with my crew. Vow to myself to always stay true, so I don't care what nobody else do. I know why. Like an erection, bumps in the road, but nah, I ain't stressing. I don't work out, but homie, I'm flexing. Every time I get on the beat and I bless it. Rise and shine, and I never let another come and stop my grind. Cause I grind all night at the gig, no lie. Then it's back in the booth for some overtime. Come on. Nope. Mm-mm. Shout out to Miss Alma Ramos. Shout out to Miss B. Uh-huh. I said, uh, hey, hey. Hey, my mom's told me to get them, so I don't care what y'all say. I just keep grinding. Yeah, I stay working, cuz it's, you know I'm, I said, uh, that's right. In the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride. Make it look so easy, don't it make y'all mad? One thing I know, one thing is certain. I can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working. One thing I know, one thing is certain. Can't stop, won't stop. On the grind, getting mine, I'm working. No sleep, spit heat, killing these tracks, and I'm not gonna stop till I'm up on top where I'm supposed to be. Everywhere I go, I scream as P. We more than a crew, we a family. Working, trying to get a couple Grammys, G. Have them sitting on top of the man of peace. Thank God. Go hard, they just mad cause I'm on my job But where I'm from is the ground to starve I'm starving, I just can't do it Not having it, unthinkable So I turn in the stretch, I'm strong And now I can reach the unreachable Let's go Hey, trying to Yo, they I said I can't sit still I just laugh at y'all haters So uh, yeah Hey, 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 hey Mom's told me so why don't, let's go, I just keep, yeah, I stay, cause it's, you know I'm, I said I, that's right, uh, in the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride, make it look so easy, doesn't make you mad, one thing I know, one thing is certain, I can't stop, won't stop, Cause me and my team stay working One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop On the ground, get in mind, I'm working Don't ever let anybody tell you That you can't get what you want Whatever you dreaming for You get out there and you get it You make it happen Never mind the haters Real still Cause I All day Always Get them Yes sir I'm grinding, stay working, hey, I said I, that's right, in the lab with a pen and a pad, I, let's ride, make it look so easy, don't it make you mad, one thing I know, one thing is certain, can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working, one thing I know, one thing is certain, can't stop, won't stop, on the ground, get in mind, I'm working. Gotta Yes, sir. Love him. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8.01 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It's Monday, uh, the 5th of September. Do you remember? I'm not going to ruin that song for you guys, but I do want to say good morning to all of you. It's also Labor Day. So many of you are probably... You're, you're at home getting an extra hour of sleep. You're chilling, probably gonna do some Labor Day activities around the house, maybe barbecue. We hope that you have a great and positive Labor Day. But as you know, the news must go on. Some of you guys last weekend were like, uh, Curtis, is there gonna be Good Morning Raza? Yeah. What? Dude, you never quit. That's right. We don't. We can't quit, baby. We can't take days off. Um, good morning, Matt Hansen. Good to see you, dear sir. We've got guests today. We have friends of ours from the Aurora Youth Council, D'Angelo Carbayal, Gabriel Bradford, and Pranette Swain, right? Yeah. All right. How you guys doing? We're doing great. We're really happy to be on GMA and join the GAMS fam. That's right. Um, so we got some things to talk about. Tracy Duran is here. Good morning. Um, now, we when we started talking before the mic and everything came on, the Youth Council started in 2017, right? Yep. All right. What are the activities of the council? Uh, so, so the main focus of the council is to uh, uplift youth voices and as well as advise the mayor and city council on what youth need in Aurora because we're rep we have representatives from every single one of the high schools, both public and private in Aurora. And so our focus is to hear voices from every single one of the schools. All right, all right. And how's that going? How's that process going? Are people, uh, uh, are they, are their voices magnified by being on the council? Um, were their voices not being heard and, and things like that? It's going pretty well. So I love that we have a mix of different people from different walks of life. Um, we have extroverts and introverts from different schools in our area in Aurora. And it's going pretty well so far. We have created a lot of youth outreach programs and just have all done really well with this initiative working together and colliding super well throughout this like big new adventure we're all going through. Yeah, personally, um, I joined the pro I joined the council because you know there are a lot of friends of mine at my school who you know they had they had issues that they wanted to be heard at the government level. Okay. They want uh, they wanted the government addressing what they cared about and. I felt like if I could help give them a voice through the Aurora Youth Council, that'd be great. All right, and that's how I know that people that that people my age really, um, really would relish the opportunity to have a voice in the Aurora government. I believe that because young people have well, because it's been not frowned upon, but those are typically decisions left to the grown-ups, right? Uh -huh. That's kind of how the whole pervading atmosphere has been. Oh, I'll tell. I'll tell my mom to hopefully tell. Yeah. It's the old way of doing things, right? Yep. We need help. We need the action now. Yeah. Kind of thing. And, and, so? and that's what, what we're doing with the youth councils. We're, we're uplifting youth voices. So that's, that's what we're all about. We're here to represent all members of Aurora's youth population. And we do that on a citywide level, which is, is amazing that we get to do that. I mean, just the members here you see are a small percentage of, of our group. And it's, it's really amazing that we... We're all from all different walks of life, all different you know communities, and we we represent so many different perspectives. So everyone gets a seat at the table, which is truly amazing. And Good like, stuff. Yeah, like you were saying, um, I feel like that has been the story since forever. Um, we I feel all have different have really realized that ageism is a thing in a lot of different sectors and lives in our lives with things that we have tried to pursue so we do kind of see that that is super prevalent and us being part of this like distinguished board we've realized that we can make a change not now but it does take some time but that it definitely is a possibility yeah things take time but uh they they take longer when you do nothing right yep sure things take time but we don't get don't get this don't despair don't despair yeah. Um, Josue Pais, good morning. Karina Suarez Darden, good morning. And uh, Josue Pais is also known as DJ Venom. We had a fantastic show at Cotton Seed Creative Exchange, the Golden Hip Hop Show for First Friday. Yeah, it was all that. You know, it was all oh, that. Yeah. It really was. I mean, Denzel wasn't there this time, but it's all right. We had DJ Venom, so it was just hey. as good. Um, so now, D'Angelo, you go to Wabonzi Valley High School. Yes. Shout out to the Warriors. 
Gabriel Bradford, you are homeschooled. Yep. Uh, and Pranette, you go to IMSA. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we'll take it, we'll start with you, Pranette. What are, um, what are just maybe one or two key things that the kids at IMSA, the youth at IMSA, really would benefit from? What's, what are the voices at IMSA calling for or talking about uh, that needs to be heard by the city? I think mental health is a big deal there. Okay. And I think um, if our school's not going to do anything about it, <clears throat> I, think the, I think the government ought to be working with you know, our school board directors, our school boards to address the issue of mental health and enforce policy to make sure that you know, we're not just it, we're, we're not giving all of our lives into making sure we get that good grade. Right. And making sure that we're, we're, living, uh, we're living a healthy childhood, right? And that, that's been a huge issue from where I'm coming from. Right. And where my friends at IMSA are coming from. So. Um, I, I, I do believe that the pressure to succeed, the pressure to always get the perfect, get the top score and everything like that, I don't think enough people have appreciated you know, it's it's great to be motivated. Mm -hmm. However, you don't want to be, your goals need to be achievable and attainable Absolutely. and realistic. And nobody should be stressing themselves out over grades, things like that, to the detriment of health. Absolutely. Um, so have, do you have, have you had personal friends, not to pry or anything like that, but you had personal friends who've had experiences with mental health and things like that there? Yeah, I mean, like, quote, unquote, like, I have friends of mine who said, like, there are times where this feels like a literal rat race. Right. And, and that's when you know it's bad. And you know it's even worse when, you know, there, there, there are times before finals week, there are times before big projects where we're getting like two hours of sleep a night. And you're going to sleep at three and you're waking up at five just, just so you can hit that deadline. Right. right? And, um, yeah, it's, it's bad. Well, um, mental health, we've, we've got that um, written down. Now, Gabriel, you're you're homeschooled, but you yep. liaison and know a lot of youngsters, and you're in a lot of schools. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the the question also applies to you. What are you know one or two key things that you bring to the table in regards to what needs to be talked about and focused on by the council? Yeah. So I I think across the board we've noticed an increased need for to talk about mental health and to to have these discussions. So I I agree with Pranet. It's a very it's uh, important topic and one that we need to bring more out more in the open because amongst all my friends and all the people I talk to you know in all the different schools and just in general it's a really big need the community has and it's something that we definitely can do more addressing um as as well as just uplifting youth voices we're we're all about um making sure that all of our youth are heard and listened to and so we, we're always open to, to hearing from youth and we want to know what they have to say. Okay, so real quick before I get to uh, D'Angelo, so I guess a, a question I have then is, is uh, before the establishment of the Youth Council, how would you rate the city in its, I guess, dealing with youth issues? What, you know, what's the grade? I, I, Right. What's the grade you would have given the city? I mean, any of you guys can take that. Um, I, I guess I can't really speak to that personally because I, I wasn't in high school before the youth council because okay. it was it was founded in two thousand seventeen. Uh, but I know uh, the the city is very uh, interested in um in promoting youth youth engagement, especially you know with Simon as the the head of youth services. So we're we're very uh very excited for all that okay yeah, personally um, I wouldn't put a letter or a numerical grade on it, anything but I think before even as a, a even as someone under 18 maybe you could have called the mayor maybe you could have asked um, to have a meeting with the mayor maybe you could have tried to get a seat with someone in the government right but what I think the AYC really changed is you know put youth members like uh, help them become entrenched in that process uh -huh. Not necessarily to the point where they're making, where they're enforcing policy decisions per se, but the point where you have pe uh, you have people who have real connections in the government, who can now serve as your voice, who can now address your issues directly. Because now, if you're a youth member, you have someone your age who you're talking to about issues you care about, right? And making, uh, and you can make sure that now 
Wow, someone in your org government is probably going to hear my uh, hear my voice now. That's a good. That's good to know. It's a. Uh, it, it really makes people feel better, like they're part of yeah. it. Um, now, I, I didn't get to you, D'Angelo, so I, I do want to. Uh, the one or two things that you'll be bringing to the council representing the students of uh, Wabansi uh, so, and, and their issues. So I think I do come from a very diverse school, and I think something that we do need to work on in my school, speaking on behalf of Wabansi Valley High School, is kind of making an initiative to go more forward to create more inclusion within the students and within different minorities as well as drug prevention programs. I think anyone, any school could benefit from this. I have been to Snowball, which is a drug prevention camp, and you kind of just learn why it's so important not to do drugs, why not to partake in those different outlets of needing help and why you should look for towards other therapists or mental health. So I think that's super instrumental to kind of helping our future generation leap forward into their futures in a successful, healthy way. What's the staff experience like being a student at Wabanzi? Are you, um, are, are you guys well served? Are the youth, of, uh, that's a better way to put it, I guess. Are the youth of Wabanzi well served by the staff, counselors and who they have there? I would say so. So for me, um, I think we all have the option to just go to our counselors whenever we need to or deem appropriate to go talk to a person who's able to provide us advice. So I have nothing but good things to say on that part of like that aspect. I think we are all always helped. We have had mental health days. We have had resources given to us, personally given to us. And I think that's something super admirable. And I feel like they do deserve their credit for that. Um, so yeah, we definitely do receive a lot of resources. Uh, teachers are great. They make sure to have that one-on-one -on -one connection with students. Right. And let me just say, since you did bring it up too, I, I, I do want to highlight, um, we know very well that they have a, a staff that, that does care. So it's mm -hmm. not, it's not a, you know, not to knock them. I'm just curious. I haven't been in high school in, well, a long time. So <laughs> I'm just getting a status update. Um, what's it like at EMSA? How's the staff and counselors and, and everyone there if you do ask for help? Yeah, I would echo D'Angelo's thoughts. Um, I think they are a little louder. I think they are very accessible okay. in general. Um, but uh, again, the problem is um, sometimes it can feel a little awkward, just a little bit when you're, you're talking to someone you know, who's much older than you. Right. Um, and um, for this is probably innately human, right? But we all feel a little more comfortable when we're talking about serious issues in our lives with people we can relate to personally. Sure, absolutely. So yeah, uh, as accessible as they are, we can we can uh, become pretty comfortable with you know keeping to our friend groups. Well, uh, yes, that's 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 true, and it's a good point that services ideally, ideally. Mm -hmm should reflect the people that they're there for and serving so it would it would make sense you know what i mean um in the past how have you guys dealt with uh dealt with stress or assignments and 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 those those tough moments if you guys want to share yeah i think definitely a way that i've been able to deal with stress is just practicing mindfulness um just okay spending you know 10 15 minutes to meditate and then also just um really setting small achievable goals for myself so that i'm not as stressed to hit a deadline so that i'm i'm well prepared and this is something i you share with us off camera but it's uh the five p's that's right proper preparation prevents poor performance that's right. and uh, if you live by that it's really helpful so uh, that's definitely some ways of alleviated the stress although it's still very stressful it's uh it's been less so it's a lot easier uh to get things to look you you don't want to be behind the eight ball you don't want to be catching up so that's the the philosophy of the of the five p's it's a you know you may have that deadline that's coming up at 7 a.m tomorrow what would you rather be ready the night before because you took that extra day or 6.30 and you don't know what you, oh, uh, uh, oh, I did a download. Uh, no, five Ps. 
You may have to get up a little bit earlier, but you'll get there, right? Um, okay. So with me, I think in the past prior, I would tend to lash out more towards my parents and family. You don't seem like a lash out kind of guy. But no, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I, so, I don't live with you, right? Right. <laughs> but no, I think it just come from a lot of anxiety. Like I wouldn't curse anyone out or use any like profanity. Right. But I would just like cry or like just become really overwhelmed. So lash out in that sense. And I'd say throughout these past years, I learned to make time for those I care about. So for me, it would look like spending time with my grandma, friends, or parents, obviously. Also, just reading. I like to read a lot. That's a good outlet for me to just kind of like let out all my stress and just going on 15 to 10 minute walks. I think that does help a lot and not taking those small moments for granted because I like to live by the motto like you can't change the world, but you could always change someone else's world. So... So I try to be that person that someone, at least one individual person, could look up to in that moment of stress or like dire need. That's right. That's right. Especially when we've been to the when. Look, man, if we made it through, we got to make sure everybody because not everybody else makes it. Yeah. And that's what we've been talking about forever. Like kind of before. Well, Gabriel and I go back. So I've I've ranted to him to more than anybody. (laughs) But um, no, that's the thing. Look, when that when we're studying for that test or that race the next morning or that 500-yard dash, a lot of people are also studying and practicing, but not everybody makes it. It's always a third place or a second place. But if you win, if you're big enough, go back and check on Like, you all right? I know you didn't make it last time, but pull up other people. You never know who you can inspire yeah. just by checking on them kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the time did I cut you off? I'm sorry if I did. Yeah, I was just gonna say a lot of people make it out to be a zero sum game. Like one person, <clears throat> if you want to win, one person uh, has to lose. Right. But the idea is, if you, I mean, living a healthy life, that doesn't have to be a zero sum game. It's right. a positive sum game where a- a- everybody can win. And um, yeah, that that was just a quick hitter I wanted to get. No, it's all good. That was a that was a good quick hit, man. What that was like, psst, little air. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I can speak for high schoolers saying that most of us, I hope not, but I think it's kind of safe to say this, that most of us have reached that almost peak or pivotal moment of that breaking point. So I would say these last few years, I've kind of been able more to sympathize why people drop out. Mm -hmm. I think the courses can be more rigorous and they get harder having to deal with personal like home lives too. So I've kind of understood that now more in a human light. I've been able to understand why people decide to drop out, why studying or having a college education afterwards isn't made for everyone. It's not a one size fits all. Right, absolutely. Very well said. Okay, uh, the time is 8.19 a.m. Matt Hansen says, yes, inclusion, it's a verb, it's a noun, it's a movement. Be inclusive in all your efforts. Appreciate that, Matt, thank you. Aisha Saxon, good morning. Rosa, good morning. Uh, Paul Peterson, Viesel Arch, Tracy Duran, and Gloria Gerardo. Anita Lewis, good morning to you as well. Good morning, Mr. C and GMA, blessed Labor Day to all. We appreciate that, brother. We do. Um, I got some of that local news and deliver to these fine folks, and then we'll come right back with our great interview with the Aurora Youth Council. Uh, but real quick, get ready for the second Taco Tuesday crawl, September 20th from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, tickets are $25. That's the early bird special. Regular price is $30, and that includes a taco crawl t-shirt and one taco at each participating restaurant. Now, y'all know you're going to be hungrier than just one taco, dog, so I you yeah. better. <laughs> Bring your walking shoes so you can keep yeah. crawling all night. Oh, yeah. Um, this will be at the downtown Aurora restaurants. This is brought to us by our friends of Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry the month of September. Uh, Marie Wilkinson celebrates Hunger Action and Hispanic Heritage Month. We are dedicated to help feed everyone in need for donations or sponsorship opportunities. Email them at relations at mwfoodpantry.com. Dot org. Um, also coming up this year, Aurora Downtown will host Sugar Skull City-themed art and market from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Society 57 on Saturday, November 5th. Uh, Sugar Skull City runs from October 15th to November 6th to coincide with Day of the Dead events during First Fridays on November 4th. There is a call to art going on 
Um, this year, Sugar Skull City will feature Pan de Muerto, a traditional Mexican sweet bread used to celebrate Day of the Dead. I know I just anglicized the hell out of that. Pan de Muerto. <laughs> like, that dude does not know anything about Buenos Dias Aurora. Um, but yeah, this is going to be uh, really good. You can create a 12 by 18 inch work depicting Pan de Muerto that can be displayed in businesses, uh, business windows in downtown Aurora. For more information, go to auroradowntown.org and um, check it out. All right. Last but not least, I want to bring up to you that senior meal. Actually, I'm not going to give you that. I'm not going to give you that right now. You know why? Because that's not till next Monday the 12th. I got something that you got to. This is what I, I almost forgot. How could I forget? Tonight, Dollar Movie Monday, Back to the Future at Paramount Theater for a dollar. I know y'all have. What? For That's right. The original classic. Um, Good movie. You've seen it, right? Yeah. Y'all seen oh, yeah. it? Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, seen Classic it. movie. Yeah. That's a good movie. So anyway, it'll be a dollar. Starts tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. Paramount Theater downtown. Um, and all the other dollar movies are coming up. Encanto's coming up. Raiders of the Lost Ark is coming up as well. So a lot of good stuff. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back to the future. The time is 8.23 a.m. Um, that's a movie about achievement too the the mayor goldie wilson oh, yeah. the black dude mm-hmm. that's my movie he's in there right he's just working some janitor that one scene makes my day which <laughs> okay. uh so marty goes back to the past mm-hmm. right and uh he finds himself in i think the ice cream shop right? yeah yep and the mayor goldie wilson is not mayor goldie wilson in 1955 right right he's just janitor goldie wilson yep <laughs> and then marty says you're gonna be the mayor man and he's like, mayor. Yeah, that's got a nice ring to it. A colored mayor. That'll be the day. You watch, Mr. Carruthers. I will be mayor someday. Mm-hmm. And he, he yeah. did. It's <laughs> my day. Every day. Yeah. And then uh, what I also like, when they, I think it was Back to the Future too. he's still the mayor, right? Oh, he's yeah, running yeah. for re-election. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a, it's, it, it's a, art imitates life. Oh, yeah. Art imitates life. All right. Anyway, let's get back to the council. So how often does the council meet now you guys are in the re- you guys are in the regular week of duties as all other councils yep. how often do you guys meet so we meet once a month it's the second wednesday of every month from okay. 4:30 to 5:30 p.m. we we meet at the aurora city hall uh normally on the 5th floor and uh the public is always welcome to come join us because we are a city border commission and so uh, as a byproduct of that, everyone gets to see what we do and listen in our, our council. So if anyone wants to come join us or uh, just get a little taste for what the Royal Youth Council does and the work we're doing, uh, you're always welcome to join us. Okay. Um, 4.30 to 5.30? Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, so how many members are on the council? Uh, so in total, uh, fully staffed, we have 17. And that includes a lot of representatives from, uh, that includes two representatives from all the main uh, high schools in Aurora. Okay. As well as at least one representative from each of the smaller private high schools. And then we have, um, yeah, so it's, it's about 15 there. And then we have two at-large positions. All right. Um, what, when you guys are uh, having your quorum and everything like that, uh, I want to talk about the experience in, in doing it. What do you guys like about being on the council? Is it is it cool? What's it like? Y'all like that? I would say what's great about it is getting great insight from other students our age who are also like-minded. They're all super engaged and love to give back to the community. So it's super rewarding having that core group of people. We learn a lot of things from, and I think not one person has something that the other person has had to say. So I think it's really helpful hearing other people's voices in this club, not club, well, in this board, excuse my term for that. But um, I would say I just love that, getting to see what other people go through on a daily basis at their school and seeing what people are passionate about within our board. Everyone has a different way or like thing of saying what they're passionate about. So I really am grateful to see and be a part of this. Okay. Do you guys got a gavel or something like that? Is it like order in the court? Yeah, our president does. Actually, okay. Actually, okay. I, you got the gavel. I do, yeah, oh, okay. I get the. I put I get it the out gavel. there. I didn't know. <laughs> it's stored somewhere safe right now. Yeah. If there's one yeah. thing I love about the council, 
Um, it is, it, it, the meetings actually do have a pretty professional structure. I mean, we're not showing up in Brooks Brothers suits. <laughs> right, <meeting>. right. <laughs> but um, we do follow parliamentary procedure as, uh, as any other award board or commission would. You know, call to order. Um, uh, it, we cover business items um, using parliamentary procedure and whatnot. And um, I think it's a really great introduction to um, any students who want to, you know, become involved in government one day. Right. Or maybe want to become an executive at a company one day because it's a really great introduction to how board meetings really function. Right. And uh, if there are any you know, youth members in Aurora watching, we'd love to have you. Okay. But, um, yeah. Nice way yeah. to nice way to get the message <laughs> out. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we we do accept uh, representatives from the area high schools, and we're currently looking to fill a couple positions. So how many um, open positions you get? Uh, so we have uh, Matea, and we're looking to fill for Mentea, Wabanzi, uh, West Aurora High School, and then Aurora Christians. So. Uh, your people are more than welcome to go on the City of Aurora website, and they can apply uh, to be on the commission. Um, and again, even if you're we're not currently accepting applications for these schools, mm -hmm. uh, you're still more than able to submit an application, and uh, we'll receive it. We'll have it on file. So if uh, seat opens up, then uh, certainly be contacted. The time is 8.28 a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Our guests today are the gentlemen of the Aurora Youth Council, Gabriel Bradford, Pranette Swan, and D'Angelo Carbaya. Um, Okay, Matt, uh, Matt brought up something that, so let me see here. How can rapidly aging listeners like me help AYC grow or increase your influence and impact? How can older people help you guys out? Wow, that's such a good question. So we're actually, um, we actually had this discussion in January of this year. It was our, our first meeting. And we talked a lot about how um, we can engage with the, uh, the aging pop population because uh, we, we were able to listen to the Aurora Senior Services um, manager. And uh, she shared a lot of surprising facts that the aging population is actually going to be increasing and doubling in the next couple of years. Kim Boatwright? Yeah. I, I okay. So. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really uh, so as as far as getting becoming engaged and and working with us, I think it's great. You're you are always welcome to reach out to us. Um, there's you can go on again. You can go on the city website and look up the Aurora Youth Council. We're there, and so please just. Don't hesitate to reach out to us. We'd love to uh, partner, and uh, there's so many different events and things we can do, and even just uh, mentoring youth in the community. That's one of the best ways to to help youth, as well as just reaching out to us. And we're we'd love to partner and do community events with with anyone who's interested. Yeah. First of all, I wouldn't be so self-deprecating with rapidly aging. Um, but I yes, I agree with what Gabriel said. Thanks, um, man, because I was sitting back here like, Yeah, of course. I think on. my face is like creasing and growing, developing wrinkles right now as I heard that. But yeah, so I definitely think that the wide generation gap that exists and is put in place to this day shouldn't be there. I would say not to exclude yourself or people who are elderly age, who are more senior citizens. I would say to kind of come join us with outreach events or activities that we have for volunteer opportunities. We could definitely provide to your needs if you are more wheelchair dependent or if you cannot stand for long periods of time. We can definitely provide to your needs with a chair. We could try to monitor a station and help out as a group or a team. So we definitely could meet those needs by helping and making altercations to what's going on. And I have been volunteering at a retirement home for five plus years now at Alden Gardens Waterford. And it's a great experience. It's super rewarding. And I think we could exchange a lot of wisdom from the youth to older members of our city. So I think it'd be a great experience to team up with different senior citizens. Yeah, and uh, I think we've talked a little bit about this. The Aurora Council this year is looking to expand our presence a bit more. Um, expanding our social media presence through Instagram, right? We have a social media manager. Um, and I think one way you could help out is just, you know, stay tuned. 
Okay. Right. Make sure um, if you really want to engage with us, we'd love to have you um, staying tuned on what we're doing. And um, we're also trying to improve our channels of communication. Um, so, yeah. Okay. yeah. And just okay. kind of bouncing off of what uh, D'Angelo and Renette said, we are, I can't emphasize how much uh, we'd love to have people attend our meetings. Cooper, are, as a boarding commission, we are, uh, we are required to have at least 30 minutes for public comment, which is- uh, 30 minutes? 30 yes. 30 minutes, uh, but that's three minutes per person. Okay, uh, so, about to say <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a maximum of 30, three minutes per person, and that, that's for 30 minutes per meeting as required right. by the Open Meetings Act, because we are uh, OMA compliant. Right. Uh, so that's that's again something we love to have people come join us um, and just share with us what you do in the community and we'll certainly um, be happy to make something happen. Yeah, it's a great platform to amplify what you want to kind of convey to the people of Aurora and I'd say we'd love to see new faces and we'd love to hear different voices so please stop by if your schedule permits for our next meeting. Alright, here's the question I have. Um, we talked so far from a board perspective and also the high school perspective with Bonzi and IMSA. Um, but this will be a little bit part. What do you see, what do you guys see, what worries you? In regards to, to the youth, I mean, we're, we're, we talk about what the youth need, talk about what will help them, but what worries you? What do you what do you what do you want the what's the what do you think is the the largest red flag? What's the right what's the what's the magic wand thing that you're like, nah, I need to that's gotta go. We gotta that needs to change. What is that? Any of you guys can take that. I think at at least for me it's it's increasing number of like amount of disunity. And that is happening, especially with the, the media and the news okay. and how, you know, a lot of people have different perspectives, which is, is very, um, very important. But a lot of the time, especially with, with us youth, we could get very heated about our, our perspectives. And I think that's something where we need to be respectful that different people will have different, um, different opinions and it's okay. Uh, but we should be listening and considering different ideas and opinions and perspectives. And so I really, again, that's why I really like the Youth Council because uh, I hear very different perspectives from every single board member. Like there's, for different schools, there's different issues that are more apparent than in other schools. And that's that's what I love being able to see as, as the chairman of the Youth Council is I get to see all these perspectives and we we all get to come in and just have a really civil discussion. And that's something that um, I think we, we certainly need a lot more of um, in, our, in our time. Yeah, adding on to what Gabriel said, um, I think personally, um, it's a lot easier to get heard in this world if you're creating controversy. Right. As opposed to sharing wisdom. Absolutely. Um, uh, but beyond that, uh, something I personally noticed um, a lot of people weren't ready for this for this recession we just went through, mm -hmm. and um, I mean, thank God I wasn't. Uh, uh, thank God I was I was just fourteen as all of this is when all this started happening. Right, right, fourteen, fifteen. <clears throat> but during that time, I've uh, I was wondering to myself, do I feel confident in my ability to deal with such a crisis when I'm older? And I think something we could be working on, uh, more on could be financial literacy. And um, sure, you have your consumer act class, right? I'm pretty sure a lot of high school class, uh, high schools have that. But you know, you can't help but think that maybe this is a little bit outdated. Maybe we need to be going beyond just um, how to use your credit card and basic right. financial information like that. Um, we need to be learning about how we can maximize our money without um, without you know spending it all on crypto. Right. Right. Uh, on uh, I mean, if that's you, go ahead. If you're doing your research, that's great, but uh, I think we need to be doing more work to help you know, help the youth understand how to research uh, financial investments, how to make sure their money is working for them. Right. right. And I think there's a lot we can do to 
um, optimize our current system of financial of educating children on financial literacy. Is that something that you're thinking could be brought into the school systems as opposed to being learned outside of school if kids get lucky? I think it would be the, it would be great if schools could you know proactively start addressing that in their curriculums. But if that's not going to happen, we need to be we need to be doing what we can outside of school to help uh, educate um, the next generation, the next workforce on how to maximize their money. All right. For me, I have two key issues that I'm a huge proponent on and super against. For the first one, I'd say our youth population obtaining and getting their hands on cannabis products. I think it could be super detrimental to one's life and be life altering. And I kind of hate that the stigma has lessened for a more negative outcome throughout these last few years, as well as access to a higher level of education, especially for first generation Americans. I think it's super crucial to getting a life you want and something different than from what your ancestors or past relatives have had. I think creating a segue where more opportunities are displayed and given to you that you obviously have to work for, but I would say with internships and scholarship wise, I think that can make the difference of you living day to day, not knowing what you want, what you're gonna have on the table from living a more stable life, knowing where you're gonna be able to provide for yourself and others. Good point, good point. Um, my, I, uh, I'd like to see, you know, I'm a parent, I'd like to see strong action on the elimination of firearms and weapons in schools. I, I, I want that to be as zero tolerance as could possibly be had. Um, that's what I'd like to see. Um, on another, these are my words, they don't reflect the Aurora Youth Council, but that's what I think one of the biggest issues are. I, I don't like the creeping lack of safety in an in, in educational facility. You know what I'm saying? That's my whole thing. So I, I see that as, uh, just personally, I'm not in high school anymore, but I see that as one of the biggest potential hazards for young people. I do. Because if, if, if the school doesn't become safe, right? People are always trying to find after school. Pro. What do kids do after school? Well, it's coming to the point now where school itself is not being safe in the, in the hours of school. So I'd like to see that. You know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see a, a strengthening of the security necessary to make sure that kids have a, continue to have a good school career. Yeah. I don't want schools to turn into you know, a military barracks, right. but um, that's my thing, you know, safety, safety in school. And something that I really liked was when I was in middle school, I know a lot of Illinois and also our nation partook in a kind of standout for violence. It was a 15 minute walkout. And I think that said a lot for more higher education officials that they were hearing us, that we were visible. And for my school, I can speak that we've, they've set a lot of precautions in place uh, throughout the last like couple of years I've been in high school. Um, there's different protocol too with police officers, with having bag checks at events. Since I know something unsettling that happened to me when I was in middle school, we went through like one of the alarms, uh, like we went through kind of going through what would we would do if that were to happen. And I was in my French class and my teacher kind of said that if worse were to come to worse, then we would just throw our textbooks which was kind of like concerning at the time hearing that that we would just throw our textbooks at an armed robber or just throw whatever was disposable at that time. So I'm glad that we've come a long way since then to having more protocol with locking doors and just different changes that are super visible. Okay, all right. Um, so Matt had a, um, another, another point here I wanna read. He says, keep up your good work. Don't have meetings for the sake of having meetings. <laughs> Nothing on the agenda. Scratch it up and shake it up. Go introduce your group to a different meeting. Expand your scope and brand. You guys work with any of the other uh, councils? Uh, that's that's a great question. Currently, we have not been doing that as okay. of yet, but we're certainly more than uh, than interested in doing that, and we've 
I've definitely attended other council meetings, uh, especially with the city council, just seeing how those run. And, uh, and again, just talking with community members as well as government representatives and, and working with those people. So All right. that, that is a great question. Time is 8.41 a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Our guests today are the Aurora Youth Council, Prinette, Gabriel, and D'Angelo. Sound like a cool rock band. <laughs> okay. Um, so plans for after high school. What's coming up, Pranet? What you got? So what's happening after high school, bro? Uh, personally, um, one area I'd love to get into is um, impact investment. Okay. Um, so I used to be really into um, uh, the markets and trying to make wise financial decisions. Okay. Um, but uh, I remember the summer of summer after freshman year, I did a little volunteering with a junior economic club in Chicago. Okay. And um, um, in the during my time with them, I, I helped to tutor uh, I helped to tutor students from underprivileged middle schools in the Chicago area um, on financial literacy. And I I was talking with them, and I realized um, I th I'm going to make this sound a lot more profound than maybe it actually was, but um, mm -hmm. uh, hard work is not always enough because there there are just so many there's just so many external conditions in your life that can that can act as you might you may not see it, but they're the real barriers to right. to success in this just really cutthroat world, right? And I said to myself, if there's any way I can use my passion for investing to maybe you know finally get rid of those barriers, right? Make it a more uh, make sure everybody has the same floor, right? Um, uh, equal access to opportunity. Right. If I can use my passion for investing to do that, um, that's something I'd enjoy doing for my entire life. Absolutely, that's good. Good to know. Good to know, Gabriel. Yeah. So I I re I did a a small internship with uh, Kansi Creative Exchange like a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. and that really got me interested. Yeah, in you did. Business. That's right. Yeah. You did intern yeah. at Kansi. Holy cow. Yeah, shouts out to Steve and Yvonne. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really great experience for me. And it taught me a lot about business and how um, in business, it's all about being a creator and being an architect of not only your world, but the world, the community. And so I really want to uh, go in business and, uh, you know, start my own business and because that's something that I definitely gonna enjoy for the rest of my life, and it's it's something where I'm doing something meaningful for the community, and I'm bringing value, I'm building value into the community, and and that's something where there's there's so much you can do. This this the sky's the limit on what you can do as a company, but also what a company can do for its community. Absolutely. See, that's because that's the thing too that people don't. It's, Look, it's not just about making money. No, never it is. There are things in life way more important than money. You look at Enduro Coffee, right? I had a, um, I had a gentleman on from Enduro Coffee. Now, here's a coffee shop. They got coffee, great. You get the crepes and all that. But you know what he does? They got the fridge underneath for people to use um, yeah. who are uh, less fortunate than ourselves. To get something decent to eat. Brilliant. Yeah. You know, it's not costing you anything else, a little bit more electricity to power a fridge underneath your business. But that's that's what it's about, man. I no, I appreciate that, man. By the way, um, um, did, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry for that. Do you have any ethical billion dollar ideas you want to share with us? Should we save this for after the show? Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna save this for, for okay. off air so uh, <laughs> so you don't hear. Are we okay? I like that. I like that. That's a special edition. That's a special edition. Um D'Angelo, I'm sorry, brother, I mean cut you off. So for me, kind of like Gabriel, I'm also a senior this year, and I feel like time is of the essence. The clock is definitely ticking for me. I just finished applying to SCAD, which is in Savannah. I used to be set on studying poli-sci and becoming a press secretary for a president. I'm in speech team and youth in government, which I think has kind of helped me create my confidence to go into that field. But I've also thought about going to luxury brand management, which is at SCAD, why I applied there. So 
as of now, I'm unsure between those two career paths, but I really do hope to kind of integrate both things I love into one career. And for me, with press secretary, I know we have our first black female press secretary under the Biden administration, which is something I admire. It does show me that we are making progress as a country. And I've always just wanted to see myself portrayed behind that podium. So I really want to get to that point where I do speak for a president. And I think it would just be a full circle moment where my dream would come true. All right. Okay, cool, cool. Well, who knows, man? We might see you up Fingers there. Fingers crossed. Can I get to qu Yo, yo, okay. No more questions. Yo, no more questions. Yeah, we out of here. No more questions. Uh, the time is 8.47. Johnny Felix is here. Good morning to you, Johnny Felix. He's known as Talento Creations. Get to know his awesome artwork all around the city. Our dear friend Tracy Kaplan-Miller is here. Good morning, Tracy. Emily Bow is here. Good morning. Dora Sanchez-Soto, Anna Treadre, Norman Peterson, Sue Withrow. All y'all. Look at y'all. You're looking so good this morning. I'm looking at your avatar. I hope that you're looking as good as you look in your Facebook profile picture. Okay. Let me get one quick piece of news to these great people. And then we're going to talk about a little something on the way out. The time is 8.47 a.m. You're listening to and watching. Good morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Monica will return to the show Wednesday. Okay. Um, Fox River Day is coming up Saturday, September 17th. How will you celebrate? Friends of the Fox River is a great organization that is dedicated to the preservation and conservation of our waterways and tributaries uh, in and around the Fox River, which goes all the way up to Waukesha, Wisconsin. Damn. <laughs> and then LaSalle, Illinois. You know one thing I I've learned doing this show? Here's, here's how good the meat... This is... Where I'm blessed. I've learned so many towns in Illinois that I didn't know existed. Jacksonville, Illinois. Never heard of it. Wakanda? No. Yeah, a, that's oh, yeah. right. I, right. I, I never heard of it, right? And you meet these people. Curtis, man, you got to come on down to. Gosh. <laughs> then you Google it. Population of 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm good, what? bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, the Fox River is very important in our community. Uh, so Friends of the Fox River Day, this will be Saturday, September 17th. Follow Friends of the Fox River on Facebook. Uh, okay, and then I had one more thing to tell you guys. Aha, here it is. We got more news than anybody else. Saturday, September 10th, Kids Expo, taking place at Phillips Park. This is hosted by State Representative Stephanie Kiffewitt and will be held from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. This is a free and fun event open to the public and will be held rain or shine. For more information, call 630-585-1308. The number again is 630-585-1308. Bring the family out for a good time. We hope to see you there. All right. The time is 8.49 a.m. Johnny Josue Pais says, good interview. Thank you, big dog. Thanks. Well, I, think, I mean, I got to give it to my guest right here. Hit the claps for my guest, though. Yay! Yay! <laughs> okay, time is 8.50. So, here's the thing. I want to talk to y'all before we get out of here. Um, I believe this is just... Just my own personal observation here, right? Because I used to be young. And I remember when there were no youth councils. Remember that. I remember when it was only 8 to 5, and if you didn't get there, you were screwed. I remember when the only activity was shop class. No matter who you were. No matter what you liked to do, you would waste your time shop class or woodworking that was it i remember when i remember when the counselor at certain schools was the police officer he was the resource officer he was the counselor he was the everything i believe that the next 20 years five years I believe that things stay the way they are with youth councils and youth organizations and a live teen center here 
I believe that with this trajectory, the youth of the future could be better placed to assume the duties that they have at that time and carry the torch in a positive way. Am I being optimistic? What do you guys think? Is the future looking bright? What do you think? I would say yes. It's okay. the future is certainly very bright. Um, I think there's there's still a lot to be said for the work that we're doing and continuing to do. Um, so there's there's certainly a lot to be done, but I think the direction we're taking and the path path we're taking uh, right now is a really good one and is setting up future youth for a lot of success because. Uh, I think it's a lot easier to be in a program than it is to create a program. And so for our youth, uh, they're already gonna have these programs made for them. So all they have to do is to just become a part of it. And that's, uh, that's something that we're certainly um, really working on, is creating programs so that youth of the future can engage in the community and do what we've had to build. We've, we've had to build up these programs and uh, you know, even with the Youth Council, we, it's, it, they haven't been meeting for two years. And so even just building up the Youth Council, it's been, it's a lot of work to create that, to re-engage with the community and uh, work on finding what works best. So that's, that's certainly, um, I think the direction we're taking is a really great direction. And again, with the, the whole entire team of the Youth Council, I mean, you, we have, members here but there's so many amazing members who make up the youth council and uh, at least with our team there we're really working so hard on creating successful programs so we'll be here you know 10 15 20 years down the road so that you know generations of high school students and will be able to have that representation with the city and that experience Right. I think we are making great progress. For example, I think a prime example of this is Greta Thunberg. She kind of is like showing how our generation could do it. We're pioneers for change. The way we use social media to this day is very instrumental to how we go move forward to those campaigns, to those initiatives that we're so passionate about. And it seriously does help get the word across with a simple hashtag, with a simple caption. And I think that's super powerful with our Gen Z generation. Okay. Uh, Matt Hansen says, I sold a shark pillow in home economics class in middle school. Look at me now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I see that, that that shark pillow did you a lot of good, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I remember home ec class, actually. Art class. Very cool. I'm um, trying to think what that would look like. Would your head go in between like the teeth or pillow, shark pillow? You know, right. So, because you, uh, true. Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah, maybe it's more fun of way a, to wake up. Maybe it's more of like a plushy kind of. Yeah. Thing. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Now see that pillow like now. The, yeah, they got more creative with yeah. stuff like that later on. Oh, where you put the whole thing on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You oh, can yeah. see through, but the mouth is your whole face. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Emily says, "Could we local businesses bring some community community concerns to your council, and our youth can discuss?" And are there young women on the council? Most definitely. Thank you for asking that. Um, there definitely is. We would be so open to that. I think we need more of that. We could see that as very useful to all of our board members. And there is a great ratio. There is no like gender gap or inequality within our council. We do have a lot of young ladies and, well, obviously females. We do. So I think it's pretty balanced out. There's not more guys or more girls and like, we both bring different perspectives, which is great. So it's not leading more towards like the male sector or the female sector. I think there's a great balance in between. Yeah, and again, let me just emphasize that uh, we are equal opportunity. So we get applications from every different uh, school, every different uh, you know race, ethnicity, gender. So it's it's all very important to have a representative board. Um, so we're. We have, certainly have a lot of uh, men and women on the, on the board of the Rural Youth Council, and it's it's a great mix of voices and uh, and communities that are represented with the Youth Council. But again, we're so so open to um, community members coming in and 
and sharing uh, sharing your concerns with us because again we are uh, a board of the city of Aurora so we do uh, so the public is more than welcome to come in and provide public comment uh, pursuant to the Open Meetings Act and uh, yeah so we're again very open to that and we we invite any uh, any questions people have for us all right please wonderful. don't hesitate to stop by we oh, greatly yes. appreciate that she says she'd love to discuss this further i have ideas oh oh that's exciting yeah we, we love to open the floodgates yeah. <laughs> um okay you guys meet the second wednesday of every month from 4 30 to 5 30 p.m in city hall chambers that's on the second floor for anybody who does not know where that's at 17 members uh large and small high schools also private high schools uh all high schools represented you guys have openings for members of Matea, Wabonzi, West Aurora, and Aurora Christian. Okay, uh, the time is 8.57 a.m. So the show ends on a positive note. What is your message today for the people of Aurora, any of the youth watching? The, the Aurora Youth Council is back and uh, we're ready to uplift youth voices. We're ready to uh, partner with com the community and we really look forward to uh, doing more of this and there'll be stay tuned because we have so much more uh, in the works this is just a, a taste of what's going to be happening in the future okay um yeah Gabe I think you put it perfectly um uh, personally the I like to say my favorite piece of advice actually came from a movie um Ferris Bueller's Last Day Off okay if any of you are watching if you remember that, but um, uh, last line of the movie, uh, life moves pretty fast. If you don't, if you don't take a chance to look around, you might miss it. That's right. Uh, long story short, um, enjoy what you have. Um, also, follow your passion. Um, things work out for you when you follow your passion. You'd be pretty surprised. That's right. And um, yeah, it doesn't have to be a rat race. Do what you want. Good advice. Good advice. Mine would be not to be a follower, always pave your own way to whatever you believe in. Make sure to find and kind of center yourself around those who have similar ways of thinking just to make sure you stay on that right path. Not to fall into temptation when it comes to certain things that are affecting our generation and our age. Also, um, please be on the lookout for our new social media page. It's still currently in the works, but it should be out there pretty soon within hopefully a few months knock on wood and also our resource fair is coming up i want to say september 15th at the prisco center so we would love to see a lot of people there you can go your own way all right well it's 8:59. this is a great episode an interview with our friends of the aurora youth council look forward to all that they have coming uh, we'll be sure to share all of their activities and news whenever we know about it. It is Labor Day. Um, I hope that you guys have a great rest of the day. Good morning, Aurora. Don't take days off. Only Christmas. That's the only day we yep. take off. I hope you guys uh, have a great day. Tune in tomorrow um, for another great show. Take care of yourself and each other.